0: Hard presents Back Issue Bloodbath with your hosts Andrew Young and Padula Neal. Jack of Hearts is back from outer space. She-Hulk walked in to find that big red goofy heart upon his face. Everyone thought that he was dead, but he was out in space instead. Jen don't know why he's here, but somehow they end up in bed. It's Back Issue Bloodbath! Welcome to Back Issue Bloodbath. I'm Andrew Young. I'm Petula Neal. And this week we are talking about the 2022 series, She Hulk, which is still ongoing. We're going to be looking at the uh, first nine issues of the book because that's what's out at press time. It is a She Hulk book, but also in a sense, it is a Jack Hart's book as well because he's the big supporting character in the book. Now, Petula, this is one of your favorite comics of last year, right?
1: It's so pretty. But it's also funny, and it's also the opposite of a lot of things we do. In that, it's it's really focused on kind of quotidian concerns for the most part. Like it's very oh, I gotta get a new job, I gotta deal with my boss who sent me very conflicting messages. It's very relatable for a lawyer that's also a Hulk.
0: Yes, the idea is that Jen is once again starting over. She's uh, getting back into the lawyer game because there was a long period in the comics over the past several years where she kind of like super hulked up and was an Avenger and may have gone on a rampage at some points and other points was kind of like very akin to how Bruce was at certain points with uh, kind of maybe a dumbing down of She-Hulk, more brawn than brains. But she's got that all back in check and she's back to being... The She-Hulk that we know and love, who, as we have said before, you know, serving looks, looking great, doing good, and making the best of a bad situation. And that situation this time is that she's gone back to work as a lawyer. But the only firm that is taking her is run by her former adversary in the courtroom, Mallory Book, which was a big part of the Dan Slott series. She played uh, the main adversary in that when they were both at the same law firm and then at opposing law firms and Mallory had a history of uh defending some supervillains that Jen was trying to make sure went to jail so they've had they have a very checkered past and they're, of course their little firm also has Andy the android who uh used to be the mad thinkers android he worked at the the firm but then got taken over again by the mad thinker and then was decommissioned. And then Mallory recommissioned him again and may have found a love connection at the same time. So it's safe to say that this firm, it has a lot of baggage. They're carrying a lot of baggage as a group, but they seem to be, I feel like they're making it work. You
1: know, your boss secretly hates you when you have a big kind of, vestibule area but then they give you something that's like the equivalent of the mop closet for your office it's very that but then her home living situation it's like oh i'm just crashing at a friend's place glorious glorious apartment one of the many penthouses
0: of janet van dyne that she's forgotten about she has so many yeah
1: yeah yeah so i'm not crying too much for her but yeah she has a lot of ups and downs in her day but she looks great no matter what i mean the yellow dress oh my god oh my god <laughs> so good like she hulk is especially and jim Bartel was one of my artists of the year once wasn't she or was she just in the conversation
0: uh no she was she the, was the,
1: yeah the the covers i mean nothing tears but the covers like if you even saw this in the comic story you would be like damn she hulk like she's looking good
0: Yeah, no, Jen Bartel has some fantastic covers. Of course, the series is written by Rainbow Roll with art by Rogan Antonio and colors by Rico Renzi, which again, you mentioned the yellow dress. I'm guessing you also love the colors in this book. Oh my goodness. It's so gorgeous. Like normally
1: it's almost like she pops too much, but this book, it's like everyone's sort of coming up to her level. Like, oh, and the environments, like everything, like the office is a bit dreary. But then all of her clients that visit are, you know, just giving life in color. I, I think Nightcrawler being my favorite sort of a visitor with the, with the baseball Catholic. Yeah. Sweetie, sweetie,
0: you're not. He goes, oh, well, I'll just put a hat on and I'll blend in.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is New York, but still, come on. Yeah. yeah. You'd have to at least put on a skull cap so you can blend, like. Blue man group, I don't know, smoke break, something.
0: There but you go. Well, that, that's the thing that they kind of reiterate throughout the entire series is that Jack of Hearts, of course, half of his body is like uh, a charcoal blue on one side of his body and he's got a big red heart over his eye. And he goes out to Brooklyn, he goes out to Greenwich Village in this book and nobody gives him one look. Nobody bats an eye. And in fact... At the beginning he's in his complete outfit, which of course looks like a jack off a playing card. And nobody really noticed him going to Jen's apartment either. So Again, that tracks.
1: New York is one of those places where when I used to leave not just my house but the country on occasion, I'd wear the most ridiculous outfits and either there'd be no remark or somebody actually complimented me. Meanwhile I'm like, This outfit makes no sense, I'm aware it makes no sense. I'm literally wearing a combination of clothes that I can if I want to throw them away so I can bring more clothes back because this is back before they increase the limit for what you could bring back from like just staying in the States for 48 hours. Mm. So I would deliberately bring down clothes that I'm like, I'm okay to literally leave this in the trash in the hotel room so I can wear back half of what I've bought so that I only have to claim a certain amount of things. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. And one of those outfits that I would, Literally never wear it in public here in Toronto. Someone's talking is like, I love your outfit. And like, they meant that they weren't mocking me. They were like, oh, that's great. I'm like thinking this is not, (laughs) this is too many things and colors and shapes. And there's a lot happening here. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, some of it seems ridiculous comic book world stuff, but yeah, you're right. Nightcrawler could just walk around New York with a baseball cap on. I think that that's actually disguising him.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. really. But he, the main place where he needed the disguise was that office because Mallory is very hardcore. She doesn't want to have super types as clients. She but, does
1: not want that selfish smoke.
0: But now. she kind of, uh, she kind of walks that back when she hears that the entire island nation of Krakoa is putting them on retainer. So yeah. that's some green right there. That's some yeah. green. Right half there. of them are on probation. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. This is the never-ending magical money tree
1: that rebirths also,
0: mutants and spits money. Yeah, but I also love the of the things that Kurt was bringing to the table of like, we need help with this and this and this and this is like, uh, yeah. Cyclops, because he now lives in Krakoa can't renew. They his driver's renew license, license. license In Connecticut. Yeah. <laughs>
1: uh, bureaucracy, man. It's the oh. one thing when they were negotiating as Krakoa to exchange autonomy for medicine and technology, they forgot to say also, Driver's licenses. Yeah.
0: Well, also we like, come on, Scott. Not you have to renew of, that. Yeah. Scott, have you ever heard of keeping a, uh, a summer residence? Uh, Scott Summers, but a summer residence just so you can keep the license. Like, come on. Jeez. You know, that's, it's simple, really. Because again, traveling to the place that he could keep as a secondary residence would just be walking through a gate. Come on, Scott. But also, don't you all kind of have
1: diplomatic immunity now? What are they going to do if they stop you for driving without a license?
0: Yeah. And why are you driving anyway, Scott? You know, a million people who can fly, and you have these gates that you can walk through. Come on. But, you know, we talked about, like, yes, there's the whole law firm aspect of the book, and it's great that it's back. But that's not really what this book is about. This book is about Jen getting her groove back, but at the same time, helping someone who wasn't really a close friend in her past, but has kind of shown up at her doorstep in need of help. And, you know, she helps him and it's kind of, it's an, Oh yeah, she does. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's a very, (laughs) it's actually a very sweet friendship that turns into something more in this book with Jack of hearts. And the whole idea that Jack of hearts has shown up, he feels at first like he's dying, but slowly the radiation is leaving his body and he's coming back. To being a normal human being again and has experienced things he never experienced since he was like in college which is when he got his powers so it's kind of like he's experiencing life for the first time and jen is kind of re-experiencing what it's like to kind of have a regular life while still being a she-hulk
1: yeah and his enjoyment of food is pretty much like my first i'm gonna say four five trips to New York where I was just like, this is delicious.
0: (laughs) I'm just going to eat my way up and down through this city. And she's having a good time. Yeah. And she's kind of been like his tour guide through regular life stuff. It's like, you, you can, you can eat, you can sleep, you can try out clothes. You know, here's different places. Like feel that fresh air, feel the sun things, all these things that he never, he was numb to because of his radiation powers. And, you know, he, of course, is, uh you know, he's a sweet guy to hang out with. So it's like I read the book. It's like, well, I can understand why Jen would fall for this guy. He's a good guy. He's nice. She's nice. They're having a nice yeah. time. So, of course, yeah. somebody's got to fuck with it
1: <laughs> in it. And and she reaches right through the pages, as she do to tell us this isn't very nice. To let her and her homie have a good, good time and then take it all away.
0: And that right there, it's like, okay, do you remember House of Lies with Don Cheadle? Yeah. So you remember the first season, Don Cheadle is doing a lot of talking to the camera and, and like kind of filling people in and everything, basically making that the audience is kind of like his friend that he's going to inform. At the beginning of the second season, the entire episode goes right up to the end. And John Cheadle then turns to the camera and goes, yeah. And he starts talking to them again. And like, like, almost like, I didn't forget about you fuckers. I know you guys are just sitting here watching this shit happen. Can you believe this shit? This felt very much like that. A character who's known to break the fourth wall, who has broken the fourth wall in multiple series for several issues of this new series, nothing. And then suddenly... She's talking right to the reader. And it's kind of like it's a jolt. It's like, oh, you do remember us sort of thing. I mean, that's what and I it, self- it's
1: really- done purely for emotion, for yeah. like pathos instead of – this is a funny series, listener. It is – there's lots of – there's giggles. There's chortles, There's sort of like the kind of smirk glass they are giving you things on levels depending on how much you've read of other properties because you have a lot of visitors in the office, especially for – a lawyer who, despite what her boss has told her, clearly is still specializing in super people problems and all of those moments. You don't have like a played for laughs, you know, mean mugging the camera, hearts yeah, even, and wreck at the elementary for, moment. Yeah. Like you don't have that. And, but yeah, then even when for it's fancy
0: like, dress and eat cake Wednesdays. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But then when she's realizing that this new, not just relationship, but this new sort of settled element of her life is going to be ripped from her, and she's really bummed about it. Like that's—it's like she's reaching out to the reader and the writer in sort of condemnation, but also for comfort.
0: Mm. Yeah, it is. It is very much a, a judgment of what they're dealing her, but also kind of like a cry for help, saying, "Hey, you can still stop this sort of deal." Of course, that doesn't happen. Uh, We're introduced to April and Mark Booth who uh, are kind of obsessed with Hulks. And when I say kind of obsessed, it's like they've made their entire scientific career on trying to replicate the gamma experiment that could turn them into Hulks because they are so obsessed with becoming a Hulk. And the first time that they try it, it doesn't work. It kind of makes Mark, the dumb Hulk. And it kind of gives April the leader's power. So her head becomes super big. Now, the first time she shows up, I thought the artist made a weird choice of the size of her head. That's odd. And then it's like, you keep reading and it's like, oh, that wasn't, her head's big and all these other parts too. And then, then you read the origin. story, I was like, oh, that's on purpose. She's got the leaders types thing where her brain has kind of grown as well.
1: Yeah, her brain got big and his muscles got big, but his brain got small. It It's very... Here's the thing. If you two were so smart, you've got to remember most other people ended up as Hulks because they were trying to recreate the super soldier serum. Dummy, like if you want to end up Hulk, don't try to be a Hulk because that's probably not going to go right. No. You got to try to go for Cap And then end up Hulk, and hope that you're more on the Gen side and less on the abomination side. Yeah, and that's that's more that's
0: more of a that's more of an ultimate origin of the of the Hulk thing. Originally, it was just a reaction from them trying to create a gamma bomb as a weapon of mass destruction. It's funny when a super soldier program of turning the person into the ultimate weapon is the nicer version of what they were doing. (laughs) It's a problem.
1: Yeah. It's like, yeah. How, how did you two think this was going to work out? And how did you think your test one with that rat went well? That did not look good.
0: No, no. That no. rat did not look cool. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. And so they're the, the main antagonist. It was cute, right though, when
1: it was all green. Even the rat was kind of adorable because the colors in this book are so good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, the colors are great. So now She-Hulk and... Jack of hearts, uh, have to fight their way out of this. And Jack of hearts kind of has to give up the kind of human life he's been having and take back the powers that he had to help save Jen in this situation. So we're now at a point where it's like, Hmm, I wonder how are things going to end up with all of this? How are, after this is all said and done, are Jen and Jack gonna be able to pick up where they left off? or is there going to be repercussions from this where neither one of them will be able to be back in the position they were when they were having a really nice time. Here's the thing though,
1: homegirls radioactive anyway, can they not still smash?
0: No, because once, if you remember when he has his full power, he he drains life energy off her her, because gamma radiation is kind of like, it's like soaking up rays of the sun for him.
1: Yeah. So he basically, it's like rogue, but, mostly with hulks for him
0: yeah yeah basically. but
1: in general his radiation it doesn't allow him to be with people who can withstand radiation because he will suck it up or people who can't because then he'll kill them
0: yeah, he will kill them exactly so it's not not yeah. a fun life for him and then of yeah. course on top of this is that jen has not told jack about how after he supposedly died he came back and died again and killed others which goes back to last week's episode about Avengers disassembled. He has no recollection of even the first time he died saving Ant-Man's daughter. So he definitely doesn't have any recollection of being resurrected by the Scarlet Witch to kill other Avengers. Yeah. So yeah. that's, that's a tough conversation to have. and will be even tougher once he gets his powers fully back. So yeah, they give him one good
1: night and morning in bed and then just right back into the hot suit. It's a bummer.
0: That is a bummer that's man. that's rough what at least she can still have fancy dress and eat cake days with patsy uh,
1: man that yellow dress is gorgeous it's very she nice looks dress. so good she did she looks so good yeah yeah this is so hot she's just so hot in this whole run <laughs> i don't even know. it's a lot and and you have a bunch of other people we've listened we barely touched there's Because of the the premise of her sort of getting her life in order and also setting up a new job, you have different visions of the office. There's a whole little, like, Doombot, Victor Macha situation that I love as a -A Runaways fan. It's like, is that my little Victor? (laughs) Oh, he's made other robot friends. Look at him. Yeah. 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 (laughs) He's found his people. (laughs) Yeah. A little ladies fight club with Titania.
0: Yeah. yeah, It's... Ben Grimm is trying to get in on that. He's like, I should have some yeah. fun punching people, too. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you looked like, and you thought you were
1: helping? It's like, it's a fight club. It's a fun run. It's gorgeous. It's got laughs. It's got sadness. It's got smashing of all yeah.
0: types. There's moments of There's sadness. something for everyone. Yeah. There's moments of sadness when you won't expect it. Like, again, the first issue when Jen runs into Titania, Titania uh, basically is like, how come you always get to start over and everything like that? If you like, when I, when things happen to me, I don't get, and she's like, yeah, but you got like a house and you know, a life outside of this. I have to keep starting over. Like this is, so it's like the two of them are envious of each other. <laughs> it's like, that's really the fuel to the and Like, I've never seen that before that. It's like, oh, you've given like a secondary layer of context for the fact that they beat the crap out of each other as opposed to just good guy versus bad guy. That was fun. It was fun. Yeah, the Fight Club was a great, great thing in there. There is a lot of really good moments and there's a lot of really good feel-good moments and then it kind of all comes crashing down. But hey, you know, it could get back to feel-good moments. We don't know where this series is going. Who knows?
1: But yeah, I'm definitely going to keep reading it because this one is... Again, often, I've said it, I've said it before, I'll say it again, I do judge books by their covers. So for the first one, where she's there in a version of the kind of purple and white action suit, just looking toy looking great. I would have probably at least read that one anyway, but getting into the stories, oh, this is really good. So they're giving you story. They're giving you visuals. They're doing everything. Her hair is amazing. (laughs) like just yeah even just the art and like the time that they took on every like they pieced out every hair it's it's watching an interview with uh Anna Kendrick and she was doing one of those like my it wasn't my life I don't think it was the vogue my life and looks it was like baby Harper's Bazaar like different red carpet looks and there was one look where she said I was literally wearing bags of hair like that is what like Yes. Do her Hulk powers make her strong? Is she also the Hulk that normally is in control of her emotions? See also our other episode on Avengers disassemble, not hashtag, not all the time, but the lid on this lady. It is just, it's, it's giving early eighties any Miss Argentina at a Miss World or Miss Universe. It's that good and vol- yeah. voluminous, but it's also. Again, I'm aware these are still images. There's movement, like there's movement <laughs> in the hair somehow, yeah. and still, like yeah, You can, you, you're so
0: looking at the drawing. You can, you can feel the thickness definitely. You can feel it. Yeah, yeah there's is... thickness everywhere. Yeah, she's looking <laughs> good. She's looking good. <laughs> yeah, she is looking good. Definitely, definitely. So yeah, so of course you said it out there. People should check this book out, right? Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely, with... and I'm
1: so excited to read. By the time this goes up. Probably the next one will be out. I definitely will have picked it up again. Another book that the the cover for issue ten. She's giving the over the shoulder pose in her Hulk form and front to the camera in her Gen form. So you're getting you're getting cakes. It's looking good too. Look front backside. She's
0: serving. It's fantastic. There you go. There you go. Fancy yeah. cakes right there. Oh mm-hmm. man, well, yeah, no, definitely. I think you should if you're if you're a fan of like singular character, introspective books that still have a lot of fun and still have a you know a nice little sprinkling of action in there as well. Definitely worth your time picking up. I really like the characterization in this book. I think this is the first thing I've read by Rainbow Roll. Won't be the last. We've come to the end of another episode of Back Issue Bloodbath. Petula, where can people find you? At initiative.com
1: on Twitter and Hive at obesakanthawit. O B E S A C A N T-A-V-A-T, and here with you.
0: And of course, you can find everything I do over at GeekCardShow.com. Follow me on Twitter, at GeekCard. Follow the show on Facebook, at Back Issue Bloodbath, where we post the new episode every week. Of course, the easiest way to make sure you don't miss an episode is to subscribe. You know, whatever podcasting platform of choice you are, you know, that you go to, go there, click subscribe, click some stars there, give us a nice review, and then... You know, go tell everyone, you know, that you like your Bloodbath or don't, you don't have to go tell everybody, you know, you don't even have to give us stars, but make it easy on yourself and subscribe. That's what I say. That's the one thing you definitely should do. Cause like, it's annoying to have to look for it every week or whatever. You, you subscribe, it comes right to you. That's what you want. This has been your Bloodbath. I've been Andrew Young. I've been O'Neill. Have yourself a good.